folks. Welcome in. It's another brand new edition of the 901 Soccer Podcast here on Bluff City Media. I'm your host, Lawrence Dockery. Find me on Twitter at LDoc93. Find the 901 Soccer Podcast on Twitter at 901 Soccer Pod. Find us on Facebook as well. Just search 901 Soccer. We'll pop right up. You can also find Bluff City Media on Twitter and Facebook. Just search at Bluff City underscore media on Twitter and Bluff City Media on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching this video, that's probably where you found it. But if you're not subscribed, you ought to do that. Uh, All the things that all the people on YouTube like to say, like, comment, and subscribe, uh, it helps. It doesn't hurt. Uh, So that's all of that, all of that, all that out of the way. This is going to be real short tonight. Um, I'm thinking probably 10, 15 minutes. There's not a whole hell of a lot to say tonight. Now I want to see loses 2-1 to one to the Birmingham Legion, winless against the Legion on the season in three meetings. That, I mean, it's a bummer for sure. You know, you don't want to drop points at home. But the big thing is the playoff standings. Now I want to see in their most recent outing against Tampa, clinched a playoff berth with a 4-2 to win in which Rodrigo da Costa dropped a hat trick and Samuel Cariega got a goal as well. Um, coming into tonight, 901 FC had gotten points in one, two, three, four, five out of their last six games. The one was the home loss to Monterey Bay that they probably should have at least gotten a draw out of, but they didn't. Um, but it's fine. If you'll recall, I said that that Tampa game back on September the 6th, the 3-2 win over Tampa was the turning point of this season for 901 FC. It hasn't played out quite like the Birmingham turning point in 2021, but I still like the way things are going right now. Yes, despite the loss tonight, they did not drop out of the fourth place spot. How can that be? They lost at home. Well, yes, they did, but Louisville lost as well. Uh, you, you know, they were they're You're tied with Louisville on points at 49, but you're ahead of them on goal differential, and you have the head-to-head as well. So you've got the tiebreakers. You're in pretty good shape. You've got you're at plus five in goal difference, and Louisville's at minus two. You've also beaten them once and drawn with them once. The draw was here. The win was there. I was at both games. Um, really hoping that they don't piss this opportunity for a home playoff game away. Because if they did and they went to Louisville, as much as I'd love to, I don't know that I'd be able to cover it. Uh, that is the same. The f- first weekend of the playoffs, I believe, is the same weekend as a big moneymaker tournament out at Mike Rose, the Wolf River Classic. And I don't know that it's feasible for me to do that. But, you know, hopefully I don't have to make that decision. Hopefully they take care of business in these next two games and I don't have to sweat it. Now, the problem well, first off, let's take a look. Let's look at the look, look, talk about the game tonight, okay? So Stephen Glass said after the game that it wasn't a particularly good game from either team. I would agree with that. Not a whole lot of fun to watch. Uh, I'm going to be truthful and perfectly honest. I spent probably as much time looking over my shoulder and watching either the Notre Dame-Duke football game or the LSU-Ole Miss football game as I did with my eyes forward out the press box window looking at the 901 FC Birmingham Legion game. Uh, like I like. I'm, I'm with Stephen Glass. It wasn't a particularly good game. It was, you know, it's the second time you've played them in, what, a week and a half? So that makes a little bit of sense that it would, you know, that there would be, I don't know if drop-off is the right word, but it does make sense that it wouldn't necessarily be such a great game or an enjoyable watch. 
Um, but I, it wasn't a very good game. And quite frankly, I do think Nano one FC was fortunate to be ahead going into the break. Is I'm not exactly sure what happened or how they were awarded a penalty. Um, I just kind of, it was one of those ones where the ball went in and somebody misplayed the ball and it went to the keeper and I kind of turned away, glanced back down at my laptop. I'm like, okay, that's the end of that. And I hear that. I hear the whistle, not out of the corner of my eye, but I heard it out of the corner of my ear, if that makes any sense. And I kind of heard it over here. I was like, hmm, what was that? Uh, and I'm, I, I hear the whistle and it's a long, and I see him coin. I'm like, oh, that's penalty. And no, no. There wasn't really much of a crowd reaction, and you didn't see much of a reaction from the players. I don't think anybody really was 100% sure what was going on because I don't think anybody thought that there was necessarily anything worth calling a penalty over. Um, 901 FC didn't seem particularly overjoyed, and Birmingham didn't seem particularly outraged. But DaCosta stepped up and buried it, and he's playing very well right now. Um, I believe he's that's a career high in goals for him in any given season, so that's quite impressive, especially after he dropped a hat trick last week. Um, but you take the 1-0 lead into the locker room and you're feeling pretty good because you didn't play all that great, but you've got the lead against a team that is desperate to make the playoffs. Like, they need to probably win out to feel good about making the playoffs. And there's only two games left. Well, tonight, three if you count tonight. And all the good feeling from being up 1-0 at the half was gone in 45 seconds. Birmingham came right down. And scored. Got a little bit lucky, took a deflection, hit the post. It wasn't quite the quite the David Villa winner against Paraguay at the 2010 World Cup where it hit the post and hit the post and hit the post and went in. But that's actually kind of the first thing that I thought of. I, I had somebody ask me one time, how do you remember all of these random, weird... Uh, because during the U of M game the other night, the U of M women's game against... Uh, who'd they play? SMU. I said that the SMU goalkeeper made a save that was almost identical to Tim Howard's save against France in 2011. And somebody was like, how in the blue hell do you remember a random save from a random friendly game 12 years ago? Um, I, 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 don't, I'm, I guess I'm just built different. Um, it's, it's, it's the memory palace. If, you, if you've watched the TV show The Mentalist, uh, A, I'm proud of you, but B, you'll remember one thing that Patrick Jane says that is helps him remember it's, it's your memory palace. He calls it a memory palace. So that's what I call mine. My memory palace is associated with sporting events. Um, and if you haven't watched The Mentalist, what are you doing with your life? I highly recommend it. it. Ran from 2008 to 2015 on CBS. If you haven't watched it, you should. Um, but anyway, Birmingham scored kind of a fluky goal, but you can't. It, it's not one of those where you felt like, man, they didn't really deserve that. I mean, they, they kind of did, and then just. Four minutes later, they came right back down and scored again. What Drew Romig was doing coming that far off his line with three 9-1 FC defenders around the Birmingham attacker, I will never know. Um, but in the end, found the back of the net 2-1. I liked the substitutions from Memphis. I don't really have any issues there. That's something that every so often this year I've been like, can you use your full complement of substitutions and why didn't you bring this player or that player on? But I had I, I liked all five substitutions. You brought in... Bruno Lapa, you brought in Emerson Heinemann, you brought in uh, Daly, you brought in, I, I don't remember who all you brought in, but I remember as I'm typing out the substitutions, thinking, yeah, yeah, bring them on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Had a lot of half chances, um, couldn't get any of them to drop, lose two to one, um, stinks, you really, really could have put 
a, a firm grip on that fourth spot tonight. Put a lot of pressure on Louisville, but it didn't happen. But the good news is Louisville lost to New Mexico tonight. So you're still tied with New Mexico at 49 points apiece, but you've got both the head-to-head and goal difference. Um, and you're seven goals to the good on Louisville specifically. But elsewhere, uh, Indy clinched their playoff spot tonight. They beat Detroit. Sorry, Detroit. Scumbags. Uh, so right now, six teams in the Eastern Conference have clinched a playoff spot. Two teams have officially been eliminated. That's Hartford and Loudon. So one through six right now in the East is Pittsburgh, Tampa, Charleston, Memphis, Louisville, Indy. Seven, eight, seven through ten is seven, not so much, but eight, nine, and ten is 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 a crapshoot. There's two points separating Miami in eighth and Tulsa in thirty and Tulsa in tenth. Miami's got thirty-eight. The scumbags from Detroit have thirty-seven, and I lost my spot. Tulsa has thirty-six. Birmingham is the seventh team with forty-three points. So. By losing tonight, you allow not only do you let Louisville off the hook, but you allow Birmingham and Indy to put some pressure on you. Birmingham would need to win their last two games, and you would need to lose your next two games um, for them to pass you. But uh, you've got goal difference there on Birmingham, but I don't remember there was debate about what the first tiebreaker was, whether it was head-to-head or goal difference. If it's head-to-head, you're screwed. Uh, if it's goal difference, they're minus 10, you're plus 5. You should be in good shape. I don't think over the course of two games you're going to see 15 goals go the opposite direction. Um, but Indy, now maybe if everything goes their way, might end up with the fourth spot. So like Indy and Birmingham and Louisville and Memphis are all still alive for this fourth spot, the home playoff, hosting a home playoff game. Uh, we're still in the driver's seat. But we need, for sure, need to take care of business against El Paso next Saturday, and then probably need a good result at New Mexico. The good news is Louisville lost to New Mexico tonight, so they, after we let Louisville off the hook, Louisville let us off the hook. Okay, because Louisville could have gone three points clear of us, and that would have been that would have been a tough spot to be in. But also, the the main thing is obviously yes, we're very glad. Third straight playoff appearance. That's big, okay? But I want a home playoff game. Think back to how awesome those two games were last year. That was awesome. Beat Detroit 3-1 to in front of 6,000 people. You lost to Tampa, but that was also in front of 6,000 people. You had the stadium announcement going on at the same time. A lot of good, a lot of fun hosting home playoff games, okay? I want this home playoff game. And look. I am 100% certain that 901 FC wants the home playoff game, that the players and that Stephen Glass and Caleb. I, this is not to say that they don't and I do. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I really, 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 really want that home playoff game. Um, and then, you know, if chaos happens up the table, I get more than one home playoff game. Um, but so these next two games are against Western Conference teams. So you don't really have an opportunity to. I mean, you've got the opportunity to, to, to lock it up these next two games. You win both games, it's yours. But you don't have, like, it's not like a double whammy where you can help your position and hurt somebody else's. You're only going to be helping your position here. Um, the thing here is El Paso's coming here. They're playing pretty good soccer right now. They're in the eighth spot. The West is very wild right now. 
Call it the wild, wild west. Only two teams have locked up playoff spots and only one team's been eliminated. Like this is what, like, like three through 11 wide ass open. Like this is nuts. 50, there's 11 points separating 11th and third. I don't think anybody's in, I don't think Rio Grande is going to get up there, but you know, they might sneak into the playoffs. El Paso is in that eight spot with 43 points. So you are going to get a home run effort out of them on Saturday. Their life is, their playoff life is on the line. And then you go to New Mexico, who got a big win against Louisville tonight. So thank you for that. But they've got 40 points. They're outside the playoff places. They're going to be desperate. Well, they what they might. It depends on what you do against El Paso, to be perfectly honest. I don't. There's a lot of permutations. There's a lot of scenarios. There's two teams in the West that have locked up two out of 12 with two games left. That's bonkers. Okay. But you're going to for sure be getting a home run effort out of El Paso. New Mexico, actually, I believe. El Paso's got three games. They've played 31 games, and New Mexico's played 32. We've played 32. So El Paso's got three games left. So you might be catching them on a short week, which is not a bad thing. But you're for sure going to be getting a home run effort out of them. So 901C really needs to come prepared. Strap up, strap your hard hat on, bring your lunch pail, whatever metaphor that you want to use. 901C needs to do that. But the good news from tonight is that it looks like everybody's finally he- finally healthy. Uh, Laurent, kiss you do, finally came, came came back. We saw him. Hindman, uh, you know, I think everybody but Carson probably. But there's not anybody on the injury report. The only only unavailable for selection tonight was Graham Smith, and that's because of yellow card accumulation. So reasonably healthy, about as healthy as you could expect going into the playoffs. You're still in good shape for now for hosting a home playoff game. Um, but that that's really there's not a whole lot other than that to discuss tonight. It's it's I'm quite tired. I was out at micros all day. I'm gonna be out there again all day tomorrow. Had the game tonight, recording this post game, uh, after being at the U of M for their game on Thursday. Which by the way, the U of M women are on absolute fire right now. You should go check out my uh recap with my interview with Coach Brooks Monahan on from Thursday night on Bluff City Media's website. Um, and I guess that's as good as time at any to wrap it up and throw the socials out. So thanks everybody for tuning in and listening. Again, I'm Lawrence Dockery. You can find me on Twitter at LDoc93. You can find the 901 Soccer Podcast on Twitter at 901 Soccer Pod. Find us on Facebook as well. Just search 901 Soccer. We'll pop right up. Find Bluff City Media everywhere on the socials. Find Bluff City Media on Twitter at Bluff City underscore media. Facebook, Bluff City Media, and on YouTube, Bluff City Media. Like, comment, subscribe, leave good reviews, tell me I stink, tell me I'm awesome, uh, try to disprove my theories, uh, try to disprove me with facts and evidence. That's fine. Um, I usually have all the facts and evidence, uh, but every once in a while I'm known to give the occasional hot take. Me? Hot take? No, certainly not. But... um, Check out all the written content at Bluff City Media. It's not just 901 FC and U of M. It's not just soccer. I do appreciate all the all the, the love that you guys give me for my soccer content, but we got a lot more than that going on at Bluff City Media. Tiger football got a big win over Boise State today. Things might be on um, looking up. It's 4-1. It's getting pretty exciting over there at the U of M at the Liberty Bowl. So 
check out our uh, Tiger football coverage. Got Grizzlies coverage, Tiger basketball coverage, soccer coverage, obviously. Excuse me. Basically, when it comes to Memphis sports, if you want it, we've got it. So Bluff City Media on Twitter, at Bluff City underscore Media, Bluff City Media on Facebook, Bluff City Media on YouTube. Got a lot going on. If anybody is interested in sponsoring any of the shows, specifically this one, you are more than welcome to reach out, and we will direct you to the appropriate parties. If you have goods or services that you would like to pay us money to pimp out for you, we would be more than happy to do that. All right. Well, I can't speak for everybody, uh, but I've, I, I, for one, know that I would. Maybe I should just speak for me. But feel free to reach. Seriously, if, if, if you have... Uh, if you're a business owner, you know, manager, whatever, and you need, if you feel like your company or your business or whatever needs to advertise more, we'd be more than happy to talk to you about that. But thanks everybody for listening. 901 FC back home next Saturday against El Paso. It's the home finale. Maybe um, it's the home regular season finale, but fingers crossed that we still get a home playoff game. Uh, we will talk to you at that time.